Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Yo, what up? This is DJ Newmark, a.k.a. Uncle New. From Jurassic 5, and you're checking out the library with my main man, Tim Onicole, on www.rapstation.com. How y'all feel out there? Y'all feel alright? Yeah! Well, y'all about to witness one of the coldest MCs for extraordinary musical genius. Y'all know what it is. Yeah! If you don't know, let me break it down to you. You heard him on Easy e Above the law, Connie 2001, E42 short, Pete Diddy, Snoop Dogg, and the list goes on. Hey, pound for pound, he is the most featured artist in the history of the music business. So with no further ado, welcome to the stage. The legendary cocaine, aka Mr. Kane, has been involved in the music industry since the dawn of hip hop. For 20 years, he has worked with a array of artists, going from Tupac to P. Diddy to Eazy, N.W.A., to even Boosty Collins and Parliament, and a lot more. Uh, Cocaine, uh, thank you so much for joining me on Andy Don't Stop with Chuck D on the library with Tim Einenko. Hey, thank you very, very much, man. Peace and blessings, and thank you for having me. Cool. Uh, your new album is set to release uh, January 2014. Uh, since we're on the radio, I'll have to uh, you know, clean it up a little bit. If It's called Shut the F Up and Cut the Check. Uh, so first off, can you just kind of tell us, when creating this album, what was the goal you were trying to reach with the end game of the album, like what was the goal you're trying to achieve, and do you feel you uh, you achieved that with this album? Well, I wanted to have a sense of humor about the name first of all. <laughs> you know, as long as I've been working in the game uh, for over 24 years, uh, you know, big ups to Eazy-E. You know, he was my mentor, and he showed us a lot. And you know, after you work for a long time in the game, it gets to the point to where 
You don't need to talk no more. <laughs> Talking is over with. Shut the F up and cut the check. And that grows across the board. Anytime, I don't care if you've been building rocket parts for years, you know, it's certain certain things that, that it's, you know, you're supposed to get promotion and things don't happen well. It gets to the point to where you've been working hard, you put in a hard time, you deserve that check. So that was the whole thing of it, but I wanted to put put it in a sense of humor form, so you know it can be uh, compatible across the, demographically across the uh, the world as far as hip hop. Mm-hmm. And in hip hop, we've known to say fly cliches and different other things. So that's how that started. Shut the hip up and cut the chains. Ain't no more talking. I didn't put in my time, and I didn't pass paid my dues. So it's just like it's just the same thing with Brother Chuck D. I'm so glad that them brothers got in the Hall of Fame because that was basically saying shut the F up and put us in the Hall of Fame. Right. So it's the same thing in similar senses, you know what I mean? So that's that's how that came about. Cool. And the uh, well, after the introduction, but the first track on the album is uh, Stay Winning. I've seen them come, i seen them go Used to be at the top of their game You used to have streets on life Money Cause in fact, what goes up will surely come down. And it's so sad you don't see you around. You had everything in the palm of your hand, but you lost it all and they killed your right hand man. Oh no! Haven't you heard of Lay Low? It ain't like back in the days when you can easily get off elbows. Fed's got the homies in the hood that work for hire. Be singing more than the Creflo Dollar Church Choir. Liar, liar, 501's on fire. But you never catch me slipping, spilling beans on the wire. Three steps ahead of the feds and the folks keep spinning. One thing about cocaine, I always stay winning. Which I think definitely prepares the listener for what to expect on this album. It's, you know, the, you have straight commentary. Of the, like commentary about there's way too many people in the rap game um, and then you also kind of keep that West Coast uh, funk music flavor which uh, which I have to say it was great because it actually brought me back to like early 90s uh, I was talking to my friend about it I was like walking down the street and I'm in 2013 but I feel like I'm in, two, I'm in 1990 um, which I definitely appreciated with the album so I want to know like was starting with us uh, stay winning was that purposeful for the first track of the album um i mean was there like a plan going into like this is gonna be track one this is gonna be track two stuff like that well what i wanted to do anytime i put a project together the project has to be a vibe Mm. i don't never before i put a project together i'll never say well i want this and i want that you know we vibe with that record and one of the the, um coolest things that I think I've done was be patient about it. You know, because I put projects together. It takes me like two months, but it took me a year. I wanted to do my homework and get the right production and get the right people. You know, Buster, you know, I have the lead single off here, Buster Rhymes. He blessed me with it. And it has a host of different celebrities on there. But, you know, like the first song that I've done off the project is called Stay Winning. And it's really talking about you know, nowadays music has become so much artificial flavors like Terminator. It might walk like us, talk like us, but they don't have no soul. And anybody can pick up anybody can pick up some YouTube views, and all of a sudden, people that really don't have no talent are now becoming the ones at the forefront as opposed to talent. So music has became 
very artificial flavor. So that stay winning at that song right there is, is basically, you know, in order to change different things that, you know, uh, that in my humble opinion was authentic music and with live instrumentation, we have to have the attitude shift and because your attitude determines your altitude. And one of the things that, that, that I know as far as music is concerned, me be, you know, before I signed with Easy, my dad was a writer uh, and composer. His works include Just My Imagination, Still Waters Run Deep, Smiling Faces, Papa with the Rolling Stone, um, all those great records that Jerry Long Sr. did. I'm Jerry Long Jr. So music is music, and and they call it old school, but I call I call it the best school because the simple fact that when we had those type of music, it had music with substance in it. And you notice, you notice between the, the when the '90s hit and the mid '90s, it must have been a couple of private corporations to come together to criminalize music to, to to go ahead and have influence because that's why it was so hard for for music with substance to be heard now because they wanted to go ahead and criminalize it so cold, and you know we can go a long story into that, but. You know, for us, like Chuck D, myself, Karis Warren, people like X-Clan, people like The Message, we have, we always have to have that stay winning attitude towards our music that we do. Because we look at the younger generation today, and we can, we can say, well, they got the elbows on the table. And, you know, my grandma used to slap the mess out of me when I got the elbows on the table. You know, this generation is very disrespectful to not all the youngsters, but us as OGs are accountable as well for us to go ahead and give out those right signals signals and frequencies and messages with substance again because they made it hard because of the numbers and the corporate structure and different things like that. But now, you know, with, with via radio shows like Yo and different other elements touching from the soul music that I did on this Shut the F Up and Cut the Check, it's it's being reintroduced into a wider audience. And thank God, because of the Internet, it has pros and cons, but now it's a worldwide phenomenon. Soul music and music with substance is back on, the, back on the road again. So when I started that, that was the first song that I did. It's called Stay Winning, and it's touching on certain aspects of the music industry on how I feel as far as what's wrong right now. Now I don't I don't put nobody down for for these young black kids or white black Chinese whatever you live that come from that suppression that suppression environment we call ghettos. If you have an outlet to go ahead and do what you do, then do what you do. But then perpetuates either positivity or negativity. And what we want to do is is not to judge these people out here that's doing this type of repetitious music. What we want to say think different. Because if, if you remember the past, you don't know where you're going in the future. And we, we, we are getting back to honoring our people and honoring the culture because this culture started, we had substance in it. you got to realize, hip-hop mobilized the whole movement all the way down from, from just commercials now. And notice, this is the new rock and roll. So that's what learning from those elements like Chuck D and, and Grandmaster Flash and all these cats that had a big inspiration, even from the West Coast side, learning from Eric 
You know what I'm saying? When they said F the police, it was a voice. So my thing is having the independent label that I have, learning from those, my mentor, Eric Wright, and different people like that, you know, I get a chance to, to go ahead and reintroduce um, what was forgot about back into the program. And I think we did a good, eloquent job with just putting this project out. Um, we shut the F up and cut the check. We got Buster Rhymes. We got Be Legit. We got Richie Rich. We got Dog Pound Gang. We got Cole 187 from Above the Law. And a lot of more uh, surprise guests on there to go ahead and say, hey, music is live. You know, what is the reason why the West Coast was doing what we're doing, but you know, we followed suit from the East Coast, from the Mecca, you know, and used it in our own way. When Ice-T was seeing six in the morning, police at my door. Well, that was a voice. So it's it, it's everything, in, in my opinion, I'm really sharp on that 48 Laws of Power. It's timing. And it's the right time, you know, with the Kendrick Lamar experience and, and different other things. Music is coming back around. Soul music. you got to raise the level. And not only just from the West Coast, worldwide, music with substance is starting to come back. And that's what we completed with this project, Shut the F Up and Cut the Check. The response has been overwhelming. And our motto is we're going to put pain where it ain't and go around and educate the youth on it. Because this is what we do. But who we are is intelligent people that, 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 that derive from, from Muhammad Ali first rapping, James Brown first rapping. Uh, Grandmaster Flash, Coop, uh, Herkin, him, you know, on the moved it over to the West Coast, you know what I'm saying? So that in a nutshell, you know, stay winning. We always got to have that stay winning attitude, especially as OGs, to go ahead and translate that, that over to a wider audience. So that's how that first song kicked off the album for Shut the F Up and Cut the Check. Nice. I actually wanted to ask you this question later in the interview, but you kind of touch on it now. Um, as you mentioned, your dad was a writer, composer, for, and a musician for Motown. Uh, I think one of the fascinating things about the old school is that, or the good, you know, the good school is that you guys, your influences were not rap artists because, for example, rap, you know, rap artists didn't exist then. Um, so there's yeah. a there was a chance, you know, so you guys had. You know, you had Motown, you had Soul, you had Funk, all these guys influencing you. Um, and now you have today's today's young artists coming up, and they actually have rappers are their influences. Do you think not having, well, I guess today's artists not having, uh, I guess not having the, like what you guys had as influences, do you think that's kind of what, kind of how, how some quote-unquote the soul of hip-hop has lo- been lost? Because they actually have rappers as their influences or do you think that does matter? Well, well, what it is is that, you know, I don't want to touch too much deeply on it because it's a time and place, but I will skim off the top like a rock on a lake. Um, really, you know, it's, 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 it's from, from a corporate standpoint, the only thing they concern with is numbers. Bottom line. They're not concerned with if soul music comes nowadays, at least. People, this capitalist society and the powers that be became so greedy that they want ignorance to be perpetuated through the youth. Because if they can get get, get ignorance perpetuated through the youth, 
then that that can be a good way they can be seduced in doing things to put them in jail and different other things like that to keep the vicious cycle continuously going. So it's modern-day slavery. But the good thing about it, it's always a hope and prayer. It's just like I used the, the between the Miami Heat game. They weren't supposed to win last time. I mean, they weren't supposed to win. But Ray Allen threw up a what? A hope and a prayer and got them back. So on a, on a wider scale, to translate that over to, to the hip-hop, things that we have to do as a culture, we have to go to the people now. We can't just expect corporate people to go ahead and have an open invitation to listen to things that are substance and that are fruitful for the mind because that's what hip-hop does. It dissipates all the political walls and hidden agendas. So we as, pe- we as a culture have to go back, tap into that, 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 that soul part and go directly to the people. So us as MCs, especially OGs that's in the game, we have our obligation because, you know, we, we are not here to, to, to say, okay, we're here to save the Lung Foundation. This is pure in its essence. You know, love what you, where you came from. Love where the art form came from. Because a lot of times they, they're distracted by things that they feed their pituitary gland and they get all that information for the subconscious. And the definition of insanity is repeating the same music and not expecting different results. It won't happen. But it's always a hope and prayer out there. And that's what we want to do. And I'm not going to disclude myself because my eyes are starting to open. Why? And there's certain things that when you hear with this project, I don't want to contradict myself. I'm very careful what comes out my mouth. But at the same time, we need a balance in music. It don't need to be a whole album, in my humble opinion, talking about popping the molly, this and that, unrealistic things where people don't have. You know, it, it, it don't bring in proper encouragement. So sometimes we want to balance it out. I feel as an artist, you know, that's what music did in my dad's era. He was doing music with Quincy Jones. They balanced it out. Right. You don't hardly hear balance now. Right. So what that tells us, we have to go back to the people. Uh, we're speaking with uh, Cocaine, his new album, Shut the F Up and Cut the Check, is out in January 2014. Uh, you know, your new album, uh, you talk about how the rap game has changed a lot since you started. Uh, you do that a lot in you did in the song uh, These Days. These days. Can you want to just kind of talk about uh, talk about the writing writing the song these days? Like what what inspired you to write it, and then also just for the people, how how has the rap game changed since you started? 
Oh, it changed so much. It's good and bad, you know. It's good for the independent now because, you know, via the Internet, and once they come with a plan first, you know, and put their stuff out there, there's all kind of outlets to, to where they can go ahead and cut out the middleman and make the money instead of being porch monkeys, mm. you know. But a lot of these cats out here, um, you know, I, I give props to the strange music and to the independent labels, really do, because that's where we learned from. Back when Eric was doing his thing, and I always will mention Eric Wright, because right. you got to realize he was the first one taking... Uh, taking some of the stuff off what Russell Simmons did and rolled it into one and hooked up with Jerry Heller. And he, this dude had, was dealing with three major, major uh, distribution companies at the same time. So he was not only a role model for just being an artist, but more so on the business end. We have to get back to that business end because the way music is, it teaches these kids and youth Oh, everything is shiny. It's it's a modern day Willie Lynch type of type of movement on on the whole technical level. You see what I'm saying? So we have to get we have to have that type of influence that cuts in and on the scales. We have to try to to like going back to not try but really be relentless with going back to the streets and educating these kids as opposed to. Um, as opposed to being, yeah, come along, sign, sign here, because music has become, I used to also use the Pinocchio story. Pinocchio needed to go to school and all that, but then the circus came to town. And when the circus came to town, they had cotton candy. It was all doing that. But then they hopped on that train and everybody partying. But when they got to the train and ate the candy and it was at the circus, what did all the kids turn into? Jackasses. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. So... In reference to that, we also need to educate these these young brothers on how to control your destiny, how to come with a plan, how to have predictions amongst your business, how to promote in areas to where it's it's cohesive towards your focus so you can protect your interests. Because it's not about being porch monkeys no more. It's about controlling your destiny. So you, and that translate over to feeding your feeding your family, and, and getting them good vibes out there. So the state of music is 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 fin to be, it's fin to be altered. You know what I'm saying? It's fin to be altered because now we're going back to the people and having shows like this. Man, there's a voice, and that's all we need. We need to speak up. We need that to have that voice. Mm. Uh, your track on what I, as you mentioned, features a East Coast MC Busta Rhymes. Um, what made you decide on having Busta on the track? And uh, what, if you could talk about, like, what is, what is it like working with Busta? Well, I had a chance to work. You know, I've been been a fan of Busta. You know, the new school leaders of the new school. And um, you know, I was always liking Busta. You know, we used to see each other back in the early '90s. Back when the jukebox was around, remember the jukebox? Yes, I do. <laughs> you know that was that was. I, I miss the jukebox, but uh, you know we always kicked it off. And I had a chance to to work with him and Battle Cat on Genesis. I did uh, "Ass on Your Shoulders," a song called "Ass on Your Shoulders." I don't know if you say "ass," but "Ass on Your Shoulders." Mm -hmm. um, and we always hit it off. I mean, I have a lot of family. East Coast, so I know how the East Coast swag anyway, because I was born in South Bronx, but moved to the West Coast when I was 
like uh, three years old. So I kind of like know both, best of both worlds. And we all, me and whenever me and Buster got together, we really wasn't talking about music. We was talking about family. And because I have, I, he has a big family. I have a big family. I have eight kids by one woman. So we, we would always back then. I, you know, uh, um, we would just hit it off. And you know, when I approached him again, you know, we took up our business on the side. But I approached him, and he's like, "Man, that's a no-brainer. I salute you." And he was like, "I salute you." I said, "I got a track for you because I want to go out of my element." You know, everybody know I'm doing the West Coast thing. I'm one of the architects of G-Funk and have a heavy influence as far as the West Coast sound. But I wanted to go ahead and grab the South. I wanted to grab New York because I wanted variety. I want I want this project uh, should have up and cut the check for everybody to get into it. You know what I'm saying? So it could spread demographically. So I shot the track, and, uh, boy, he mixed it up. And then his type of flow that he do, that's, I salute that brother because right. he is, he is a general in the game, man. And he's a beautiful spirit, man. He has a beautiful soul. And the song just came out the way it is. It's, it's one of those songs that, uh, that he's talking that, you know, he's talking that, that stuff on, you know, that he do. And then I come in and do mine and we compliment each other. We fit with each other more than the OJ glove. You feel me? <laughs> And the song came out exactly how it was supposed to. What I owe you, I owe y'all nothing. What they talking? Hate is all they offer. I hope you think you can get away with it. Put the pen away, put them in the coffin. Eliminate all your options. Intimidate your whole posse. I think I'm about to move to a bigger state for the trying to criminate my whole mind. Uh, I said, that's what I was wondering. What is it like when you work with someone that has a completely different style than you? I mean, do you is it do you really have to change your your own style or your own writing process a lot, or do you do what you do and then? The person, the other person, does what he does or she does, and then it just kind of fits. Well, ain't, ain't no substitution for good. If right. it's good, and I say this, no confidence, arrogance, but a God-given good. Mm. Put it like that. Um, one, one is going to complement each other, and for the caliber to where we are, it's just, it's like, you know, Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee in the same room. They might have different styles and different things, but they're both potent. Right. And, um, you know, I believe music should be, should have variety. And that's what soul music, that's what lyrical uh, substance and raising the bar as far as, I call it B-boyism. You know, it's just two B-boys getting together, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and putting it on the line and doing what we do. Because at the end of that, when you hear that record, you realize, still sharp and still. And ain't no substitution for good. If it's good, it's good. I don't care if you do classical music, if you do jazz. You gotta realize Duke Ellington was different from Thelonious Monk. Thelonious Monk was different from Miles Davis, but it was all jazz. Hmm. Nice. Uh, so, on the album, uh, you end your album with uh, "What It's Like to Be Me," which is, I think, one of my favorite tracks on the on the album because uh, it's just complete. Yes. It's just completely different. It's you slow it down. You're not rapping. You're singing and talking. Uh, can you talk about creating this track and 
why highlight your singing ability on this track and this this track and the only track actually well that's what I do that's what I do um, for for the record um, I have all those records that was on from singing hooks mm. and uh, that was my first love was singing you know I used to practice George Clinton I seen the mothership come down in the 70s and I was always singing you know that was my first love so being that you know I'm more features than any genre of, 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 of music any features doing the hook part but I happen to rap it's just a chance to show the side of my cocaine but Jerry Long the R&B singer and I wanted to go ahead and touch on a testimony to reflect my life and that type of song, you know, is a reflection of my life. Also, I have my 18-year-old daughter who is with my company, Buddy Boy Entertainment. I'm putting out a record on her. And that's what music um, affected me. It was, it was, it was, it really moved me listening to Ohio players, listening to Gil Scott Heron, listening to Marvin Gaye, and the list goes on, man, to go ahead and reintroduce that soul. Because I was one long before you, Drex, and even Steve, I was the first one to really do the singing and rapping at the same time, for the record. So, you know, this was this was like in 89 to 90, long before they was even thought here. And I wanted to show the range of, of an artist that, you know what I'm saying, that, that can go there. You know what I'm saying? Because music has no boundaries. You know, people put limits on their own self. And if you can do, if you can go for it, go for it. So that song, it is what it is. It's, it's like you don't know what it's like to be me. Take my shoes. Y'all complain all day about what's going on, about not having no shoes when a man don't have no legs and don't complain at all. You see what I'm saying? So it's going back to the essence to it. After you listen to the Cocaine album, you'll hear Dear Lord on there. You'll 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 hear you'll hear the, the the ghetto type of slang that we talk and you know and all that stuff. But one of the things that 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 makes this project different is that it's not only a balance, but it's something that it will get those young people in that suppressed environment their attention and let them know. Look what it, look what the glory of God is in this song. Look what what the glory of change is in this song. You don't know what it's like to be me. So that when when somebody is hearing that, it's powerful in that song because they feel the same way, and it and it's also it also helps encourages these young brothers to let and young sisters to let them know it's okay. We go through it, but it's the reason why we go through it so we can get to it because they don't know what it's like to be you. He started slanging and banging. Hang with the thugs That seems to be the only place He really found love Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.